Hello and welcome to the Mixera Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are not here tonight. It's just me, DJ B. Wise, and I'm going to uh, get into this uh, certified lover boy by Drake. But first, want to let you know where you can follow us on social media. You can follow us on social media at Instagram, and that is Mix Era Rap P-O-D pod, Mix Era Rap pod. And you can follow us on Twitter at Mix Era Rap. Definitely check those out. We're very active on both platforms. We really appreciate that. Also want to let you know that we are looking for a guest to come on to the show and give their opinions on the music that we have conversations about. You can email us at under a groove network at gmail.com. That's under a groove, G R O O V E, network.com. You can also direct message us on our Instagram or our Twitter. So let's jump into it with this CLB certified lover boy by Drake's rant for tonight. Until I, until I, I love you, I love you, I love you. Until I find the day, the only words I know that you. I've been hot until since I, the birth of my son. I, I remain unfazed. Trust worse has been done. Man, fuck evaluation. Show me personal funds. It's the pretty boys versus the petty boys. Sold that already, got a whole new set of toys. Shit is so surreal, Drizzy Drake, you better enjoy it. Nothing else bigger than the OVO Letterman boys. Cashmere knits for the nighttime boat. All right, and that was Champagne Poetry, the first track off of CLB, Certified Lover Boy by our man Drake. And don't get me wrong, this song was excellent. Uh, the production by JLL was just amazing. It was Drake being his most wonderful self. You know, uh, the flow was above average. Uh, the production, again, just really helped. He wrote it so nicely. It was incredible. I, I appreciate the way he uh, they started the album off. But that doesn't mean I appreciate the way they the way the rest of the album was laid out. But Champagne Poetry was an amazing piece of art. You know, people have been talking about how Kanye didn't have drums on certain songs. Well, this was also a drumless intro to the uh, particular song. So everybody is doing that. That's like the mode right now. Now, let's move into it with uh, number two on there. And that was uh, Poppy's Home. You know, man, I'm telling you, uh, the production by Super Mario was really nice. Uh, the bass and instrumental was next level, you know. His flow on this particular track was impeccable. You know, uh, I, I really appreciated the uh, loop that he put in from uh, ad lib that Nikki did. You know, shout out to Nikki. I thought that was brilliant of Super Mario to do that. Uh, the production, like I said, again, just just excellent, excellent, excellent. I thought that maybe it could have been a little further into the project. I think hitting you back to back like this wasn't the best move. Because there were weaker songs on the project that could have came up and been sliced in between some of these really bangers, you know? This is the type of project that, you know, you need a good layout for it to be as successful as... Not really. Let me not say that. It, it, it's going to be successful because it's Drake. And we do all know that uh, Drake has his people, you know, his fans, and they're going to support him. Just for us enthusiasts, we like 
to be able to put on a project and listen all the way through without having to skip a bunch of songs, you know? So it is what it is on that. But again, Poppy's home, probably one of his stronger pieces of work. Uh, Girls Want Girls was number three on the album. Let me just say that this was a continuation of a concept that Lil Baby had started on his uh, My Life album. And I thought that it was interesting to piggyback on that and then have Lil Baby on the track as well. You know, hey, it sounds it's it sounded okay. The production was just mediocre. It wasn't anything crazy, you know? Yeah, now moving on to number four on the track list, and that is In the Bible. Now this song I thought was a straight throwaway cut outside of Lil Dirk's verse. I thought Lil Dirk did a pretty good job on his verse. Uh, 40 produced uh, this track and, uh, you know, 40 is very predictable in how he comes with uh, his beats that he chooses. You know, I I guess this was some type of personal expression. I'm just not for sure. You know, it was very incoherent. It was cluttered messaging. Um, I I just I didn't know. I I thought that outside of Dirk talking about his girl, it just was, you know, it, it, it was It was very incoherent. It just weak, very weak. I I definitely would say this was a throwaway track. You know, if you're a huge Dirk fan, little Dirk fan, definitely, you know, you know, it it might be for you, but it it just wasn't for me. So jumping to it with uh, number five, and that was uh, Love All featuring Jay-Z. And that one was produced by the Rascals. Now, let me tell you, Jay's verse was super strong, just a solid, solid effort, you know. What does bother me is the depressed millionaires rap. It's just craziness to me. I I don't get it. I don't understand it. So (laughs) please forgive me for not understanding the anxiety and depression or angst of multimillionaires on wax. You know, they're venting their frustrations, I guess. I'm just, you know, it is what it is. I, I guess it's entertainment to some but, you know, you would think they would have some more information or some more some more artistry that they could put into this project than what they did. But again, Jay was fire. The beat was fire. You know, the Rascals came up and did their thing. It's just, again, uh, the melodies that Drake had were it's a little weak, but overall it was a nice song. Then we got to play this next one. I'm telling you, uh, Travis Scott, my man. Yeah. Hey, feeling young, but they treat me like the OG. And they want the tea on me, I swear these bitches nosy. Said he put some money on my head, I guess we gon' see. I won't put no money on his head, my niggas owe me. I gotta be single for a while, he can't control me. Uno blows trace in a race, they can't hold me. And I show my face in a case, so you know it's me. Imitation isn't flattery, it's just annoying me. And I'm too about yeah, man, I'm telling you, Travis Scott produced this track and it was fire. Not a huge fan of singing Drake, but it is what it is. Uh, I thought the I thought the substance of the track was hot. I thought that Travis Scott's uh, contribution on the track was nice. You know, people going to get mad when I say this. But if you ask me, I believe that Drake got carried by Travis on that one. I just. You know, that's just my opinion. I, I really just was like, what? Because Travis did his thing, man. And let's just give Travis an applause for uh, his rap on the uh, track and his production. 
Excellent. Absolutely. Excellent. Um, now moving on to number seven, which I thought was another throwaway track, uh, way too sexy featuring uh, future and young thug. You know, the production was pretty decent. And that one was uh, TM 88. But again, just another trap beat that was just mm, so, so, you know, very repetitive style as far as uh, a trap is concerned, if you ask me. But, you know, I'm just one person. For those fans of uh, Future and um, Young Thug, I thought they could have done better. Thought Future actually did better on another track that he was uh, featured on on this project than this particular one. But it is what it is, you know, uh, just, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's it's for the strip clubs. You know, I, I guess that's where you hear it at mostly. You could say it's drug rap at its finest, maybe. You know, I don't know. It, it just was not. It was not for me. And I would actually do this. I'd have flushed it. It's just not the one. I, I would not have put this track on here, especially when he had things loaded up like the track uh, just got leaked with him and uh, Andre 3000. I would have threw this one straight in the garbage. All right. Moving on to number eight, which was TSU. Special shout out, man, to Chopped and Screwed. You know, that is so hot that he did that. Shout out to Texas. You know, shout out to them talking about universities. It was definitely a win-win. I, I truly thought that this was a great nod. Uh, the Chopped and Screwed sound showing mad love to uh, Texas. You know, the flow was great. The story actually was pretty good, you know. And, you know, Drake is at his best when he's rapping about a stripper that he was feeling at some time or another. So got to give that one some love. Then here's the next one, that number nine. That's the Into Deep joint, and that's the one where I thought Feature did a little bit better. I thought he was definitely stronger on this track than he was on the Way Too Sexy track. Uh, now, the producer was, you know, Arsenal and um, 40, and uh, I thought they worked well together. It's just that, you know, again, it, it was a trap beat, and I don't know if 40 does this best work on trap beats. So there were some little hiccups here and there. If you really, you know, listen to it multiple times, I thought that it could have been a little smoothed out for this track, you know, but, you know, it is what it is as far as that one is concerned. It's depressing to me, you know, <laughs> that brag rap got to be this slowed down, this this muttering, you know, so that's just my words. You know, I'm throwing shots at everybody, but it is what it is, you know, and that's no cap. I'm not capping on this at all. I'm just saying it, you know, it could have been better. Now, moving on to number 10, Pipe Down. That was produced by uh, Leon Thomas III. This is uh, singing Drake, you know, one of those singing tracks. But it was a good attempt at uh, expressing yourself. You know, the story was for the square dudes, you know, giving the square dudes some love that, you know, you, 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 if you try hard, you might win. So I'm going to move on to number 11. And this one for me was one of my faves. Can I show my love for you? Then say I do, I do, I do. I do, I do, I do. You may not know right where you're going, but I do, I do, I do. And all the time you wasn't chosen. 
Mad shout out to Drake for letting Yeba come on and produce this joint. This was Yeba's heartbreak. Just amazing piece of work. Uh, I know it's like an interlude style because it was one of the shorter tracks on here. But, you know, spotlighting somebody with her type of talent was just amazing. You know, production and a voice like that, even though there was a little bit of auto tunes on it, it was still a great piece of work. I really, really did enjoy that joint. And that's just not because I'm an old head that they want to hear nothing but a bunch of R&B. I just understand talent. and, And that was very talented. Now, the next one, number 12. No Friends in the Industry, produced by uh, Vinyls and 40. (laughs) This was a diss track at its best. I appreciate the disses that he threw out on this joint. Uh, The flow and the production was really strong. Brag rap at its best. Let me tell you, just at its best. I'm going to give him mad kudos for this. The thing about Yeba and no friends in the industry they could have been brought up a little higher and, and and split some of this stuff out it just i just think that he had too many weak songs pushed together you know could have been a nicer layout so then we jump into number 13 and that was knife talk and that was featuring 21 savage and my man project pat produced by our man metro Boomin, who's the hottest one of the hottest dudes out there right now Everything Metro touches is, is, is platinum. So giving shout outs to Metro Boomin. Project Pat did it again. Gotta love Project Pat. That's my man. He is uh, super, super in the pocket. When you need somebody to get you, you know, on the hype train, uh, Project Pat will make it happen for you. You know what I'm saying? So uh, an applause for Project Pat. All right. <laughs> Uh, 21 Savage, I thought, did a really nice job. His verse was strong. I'm going to say he and Drake were neck and neck. I have seen a a few things on Twitter where some people say that 21 Savage got him. I don't know about that. I think it was pretty close, you know, but they put in work on this one. I'm just going to leave it at that. They really put in work on this one. Still, you know, it could have been a little bit more, you know, let me just say that too. It could have been a little bit more to that, but it was still worthwhile. All right, jumping ahead on to uh, number 14, uh, 7 a.m., uh, Brittle Path. Let me tell you, now this was the, uh, the the real sneak disc on this one. I mean, he, he was definitely sh- uh, throwing out some shade on this particular track. It was produced by uh, Cardo. You know, the beat was kind of elementary, but the flow was super strong. And man, was he on a strong rant on that one. He went hard. I thought it ran a little too long, but, you know, what, what, what you going to do? You know, when he gets in, he, he was in the pocket on that one. And he just jumped on the beat and just kept riding and riding and riding. I guess that uh, Cardo said, hey, keep rolling. And then just kept rolling the tape out to him. And he, he did it, you know. Then we come to number 16, Fountains, featuring Tim's. Now, that particular track was awesome. I mean, fire, straight fire, not capping at all. We got to listen to a little bit of that. So here we go. How do you know the way I feel? You got me losing my mind. Try to suppress my emotions. They're bursting like fountains, baby. They take me down I'm getting weak at my knees
fountains featuring Thames. That was really the, the, the move there. And that was produced by Monsoon and 40. I thought that they worked really well together again on this track and the diversity that was in this album. You got to give it love or this project. Very diverse. Tim shined. The Afro beats shine. It was just it was a treat. You know, for the first time hearing this, I was like, oh, snap. Did he come like this? He came strong. You know, Afrobeats is the future of music. You know, it is just taking over the place. You know, everybody's loving those Afrobeats. Uh, the uh, the melodies were beautiful. For me, this is the way I wouldn't mind hearing uh, Drake sing. Again, not a huge fan of him singing, but this is where I thought it could have been okay. That one's a winner. Definitely. Now we're moving on to number 17, and that's uh, Get Along Better with the Ty Dolla Sign. I thought it was a throwaway track. Just, you know, was not my cup of tea. This was the ladies man, Drake, you know. I think if you if you are going to play it at any time, it would be like, you know, you're doing housework on a Saturday morning and you had it softly in the background, you know. It's worth that because I, I, I kind of like uh, Ty Dolla Sign. I've never had any real issues with him. I thought think that he tries to put as much effort as he can into his project. So. I'm giving him love. It's just that this wasn't the one. This was not the song for them. They just didn't hit it, you know. So moving into number 18, You Only Live Twice with Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. You know, got to give this some love. Produced by uh, Bink and Be Nasty. Definitely strong, definitely strong production on this one. Ricky Rose, you know, uh, he shined on this. Definitely shined on this. I thought Drake and him just burnt this bitch down. They they got busy, you know. No shade to Lil Wayne. I just thought that what he said, what he was saying was a little incoherent. It was all over the place. The flow was nice. You know, definitely Wayne is known for the flow. But in general, I just thought that this was a weak representation of what he's capable of doing. But because he did it on a hot track with two other good rappers, you're going to hear this song a lot. This is a club banger. Yeah. So moving on to number 19, I My Two featuring Kid Cudi. This was another one produced by, uh, or Housem, excuse me, Housem. You know, decent production, you know, not going to uh, knock the dude on that. I thought it was pretty decent. It was a nice collab. Again, I just thought that uh, it wasn't the strongest uh, effort from both of them. You know, I think that uh, this one was felt it felt a little rushed, like they just had a concept and said, hey, let's go in here and drop something real quick. And it showed. So take that. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's a total throwaway track, but it definitely was not that hot. You know, it, it could have done. It could have been a little bit better. Then we get to the one that I think that fans are going to just be all over. This is going to be strip club loving. This is the song. This is going to be the one just it's going to stay in the strip clubs forever. And that's fucking fans. The young people are going to be feeling it. You know, strip clubs are going to be feeling it. It's got those elements of what uh, music is today. Now, for me, I think it's straight garbage, but that's just me. And that's me saying it's just not where it should be. You know, if it was up to me, I'd take it out and blow the shit up. It just was not hot. I'm not feeling it. It's just, you know, but 
that's just the type of song that gets Drake played time and time again. Then we move on to the last track on the project, The Remorse. And that one was produced by our man 40, showing 40 some love. It was a solid way to uh, finish off the project. You know, um, got to give a shout out to Anthony Hamilton for his help with the writing. And I'm pretty sure he had a little uh, say so in the production of it because it definitely felt like an Anthony Hamilton project or song. I don't understand again millionaires talking about anxiety and and, and sad things. You know, I would I, or or halfway angry things. I would just think that if you got that type of stuff, that type of money coming in, and I know money doesn't buy everything, but at that age. And have been uh, being rich for as long as he has, I would think that you would have uh, worked some things out where that you had some experiences that were a little better. But I think that they are on, you know, they try to temper the the look of being rich so that everyone is not so envious of their success. Maybe. I don't know. It's just not understandable in my sight. So it's just it is what it is. This was a project that I thought could have been better. I've been on Twitter. I've seen some of the uh, Drake fanboys talking about a masterpiece. I would tell you straight to anyone's face, this is not a masterpiece. This is a status quo project from Drake. This is not one of his top five uh, bangers that, you know, gets five stars or five mics. This is not a five mic project. It is a solid effort in putting together an expression of art. I don't think it's any, you know, I don't think it's the highlight of the year. Like a lot of people thought it was going to be. We will down the road have a discussion about uh, the Drake and Donda projects, you know, Kanye West's project Donda, and get down to the bottom of who thinks which one is the hot one or the best one or the most artistic one. But for now, you know, this is me saying that, you know, Certified Lover Boy is a good project. Not great, but definitely good. But being that it's good and it's Drake, it'll get a lot of love. So we'll see. Let's keep checking the streams and see how uh, many streams he gets over the uh, next week or so and definitely get back into it next week. We should be having uh, some guests on next week and we'll see uh, what their interpretation of the project was. All right. We like to say we really appreciate you for listening to our podcast. Please follow us on social media at Mix Era Rap Pod on Instagram. Again, that's Mix Era Rap Pod, P O D, on Instagram and Mix Era Rap on Twitter. Again, Mix Era Rap on Twitter. And we are looking for guests for the show. So you can contact us through direct message on our social media platforms, or you can email us at under a groove network at gmail.com. Again, that's under a groove network at gmail.com. That is our production company. And with, and with that, we'd like to say peace. We out of here.